Welcome to the Dog Nerd Show, where we geek out over our best friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Michael, and this is a show about all things dog. Hey, everybody. We are so excited to be here today because this is a pretty fun episode. It is. Puzzles. Who doesn't love a good puzzle? Hey, hey, and for all you uh, people listening, see if you can figure out what this is. And if you're my age, you probably know. This is the podcast listeners. Because <laughs> obviously, you guys watching us can see that that is a Rubik's Cube. So... Your dog might not be able to figure out a Rubik's Cube un unless they're a Border Collie. Yep. <laughs> um, but we have some, we have 10 ways to keep your dog mentally stimulated. And for those of us who have breeds like Border Collies or Border Terriers, any terrier or uh, working dog with a lot of energy. Yep. These things are a must. Now, um, our dogs are seniors, as y'all know, so we don't have to do this as much as we did when they were younger. But one of the items on the list I recommended to a friend, and she says she still does it to this day. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So, should we dive into it? I think so. I think we should, we should go with number one. Number okay. one. What is number one? Well, it's not really number one. It's just the first item on our list. We oh. want to try to give you some some free ideas okay. as well as some things you can purchase. So the first item is find it. So play a find it game with treats, kibble, or toys. Yeah, so your dogs, um, you know, when they evolved from wolves, they had to go find their food. They, it wasn't just laid in a bowl form. So... This allows them to kind of get back to that primal instinct of finding the food. Working for their food. And um, because, like I said, our terriers were very, very active when they were younger, we used to actually, in this very room, we would take their kibble for a meal and we would hide it around the room and use the find it command and let them sniff it out. So, you know, good places would be um, under the skirt of a sofa or on top of a coffee table or on a windowsill. Um, you know, let them sniff all their food out. Remember where you've placed it all. <laughs> and we wouldn't just do like one piece of kibble. It'd be like, you know, a little pile of maybe three to five pieces. Now, since we don't feed kibble anymore, that would be harder for those of you who either do, you know, raw cookie, raw food or, you know, you cook for your pets or use a wet food. So if that's the case, just use some treats mm -hmm. that, you know, they really like and they can sniff out. Um, or if they're not food motivated, toys would work. Yeah, put their favorite toys, kind of hide them and ask them to go find them. Let them use that nose. So this will help stimulate their brains and they get to work. So that's that's a must for any of the working breeds. All right, so number two. Now, this is the one I recommended to a friend. I think her rescue dog, um, I want to say probably has some cattle dog mixed in. Oh, okay. And she was saying when she was a pup, she just she had so much energy. And I said, well, one of the things you could do, and I told her about the find it game. And I said, some people will actually take kibble and toss it out into the yard and let their dog find it. Now, I say that, but make sure you have a chemical-free yard because if you're spraying chemicals on your yard, you probably don't want to do that. But yeah, to this day, she still does that for her dog. <laughs> I bet her neighbors just, uh, think she's crazy, which I think is mm -hmm. kind of funny. But um, yeah. They probably don't even see it. Yeah, that's true. Kibble, that's true. You know? Yeah, I, I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't say. Like, do you just throw it, like, just spread it all over the yard, or you just sort of toss it out into the yard? You okay. want to you want to make sure the dog gets it all because you don't want to attract rodents or you know anything else. So, your dog's got to be a good a uh, good sniffer, a good worker, and motivated for their food. Well, you said it might be part cattle dog, so that dog does trigonometry in its head, so yeah. it's probably so yeah figured it out. She gets all the food. <laughs> Um, number three, you want to take number three? Yeah. So you can play hide and seek with your dogs. Yeah. And, and this is fun for you and the dog. Um, so basically you're, you you're always the one hiding. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> now it, it, it could be the other way around and then you that's a whole be. different, that's a whole different episode, but you, you practice the stay command with your dog and then you go in another room and then you give a command to find you and then they have to hunt around and maybe go upstairs or downstairs and yeah and this is a great one to work on their recall so mm -hmm. if uh, you want to work on recall you can hide in your house and let just keep calling your dog's name until they find you make sure you have some sort of a treat or reward for them if they like to play tug or if they like to play with a certain toy make sure you give them a reward when they find you yeah, yeah. It also helps with the stay part of it yep. too, because that yep. If you don't say stay and they just follow you to where you're hiding, well, they, it's not a fun game at that point. Yeah, unless there's two of you, where like you know, one of you can hold the dog while the other one hides. But it's That's, a, yeah, I didn't think of that. But yeah. it's a good it's a good thing. We used to do this when the pups were little, and um, we had we had fun with it. It was yeah, it is a lot of fun. It was a fun one to see how the and, and especially if you have more than one dog to see which one finds you first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're now moving on to semi-free. Yeah. And you probably have these this item these items around the house. So Megan, can you show them what we're... Yeah. So number four is um, use a muffin tin and some tennis balls and hide treats or kibble in the muffin tin and let your dog sniff it out. Now, this one would be a good one to hide... You know, maybe you just hide it in two places or you hide it in one place and they have to find out where it is. So um, this is like your homemade puzzle game. So right. we have, um, well, we'll just go into. Yeah, we can go into the next <laughs> the one. The next one. So so this is this is the homemade version. This is, you probably have these things laying around the house. If you, if you don't, there's not a lot of money invested in this. Yeah. You can go pick up, you know, these aluminum, you know, foil Pans. Pans and, and some cheap tennis balls at your local store. And you can make what we're about to show you next, which is maybe a little more advanced, but it accomplishes the same thing. Yeah. So this is something that will cost money, but this is well worth it if you have a very active breed. This is a puzzle game. So there's all kinds. This one is... Here you can see. Not sponsored. No. Wouldn't, wouldn't mind, but not sponsored. Not sponsored. And it's uh, out of Sweden. So, um, hello, everyone in Sweden. So, um, this basically has all these little compartments, and everything is configured. All these little pieces are configured differently so that you can hide treats. You can always vary the game. So, the muffin tin, you know, muffin tin is the muffin tin. You can only do so much with it. But... All of these pieces are movable and rearrangeable so that you can actually, you know, create a different puzzle every time you 
Um, see, I'm messing up here now. But, you know, you can create a different puzzle every time you work with your dog and they have to find a treat or a kibble that you hide in here. So, again, this is, you know, going to work their, their noses, which works their brains. And um, it's a lot of fun. Our dogs really love doing this. It's so cute to watch them. Um, it's funny because Finley would knock over pieces with his nose and, and Riley will actually pick pieces up and sometimes she'll like take them across the room, put them down and come back. Um, but she would use her mouth more and Finley would just kind of knock things over trying to get to the food. So <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. It's a ton of fun. It's, it's a lot of fun if you're a dog nerd like us. Yeah. And how, so how much would somebody be looking at price wise? I for- don't know if this even still has a tag on it, but I want to say this was probably about like, oh, here we go. It was $30 and 95 cents. That's not too bad. I mean, so it's expensive for a dog toy, but think this of is, all the use you can get out of. That. Yeah. It, it's something that is constantly changing. You can configure it in very different ways. Um, and, and for our podcast listeners, what, what it is, it's a big square. It's got a whole bunch of little smaller squares inside it with little caps on it. It's sort of like, think of, a like a 3D Tetris almost yeah. sort of thing going on. And it and it's got little cubbies that you can put treats in. and At and, varying heights. Yeah. So you can build it, up or, or build down. And it does have um, little rubber on the bottom so that when they're working with it, it doesn't slide across the floor. Right, or damage your floor. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. That's a cool. And there's a lot of different puzzle games. So if, right. and th- we got this probably a decade ago at least. Yeah. Well, probably, yeah, probably 10 years ago. So if you've got one that you guys really like, let us know. Um, And and look, guys, the internet's awesome. So there's probably, there's probably a tutorial out there on how to make something similar to this, you know, at home. Really what it's about is stimulating your dog and getting them thinking about things versus just kind of hanging out, laying around the house and never get that mental stimulation. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, you got to take them outside and get their walks and take them to new places and socialize them and all that stuff. But this is good stuff that you can do. Say you're having a rainy spell or a yep. snowy spell or. Yeah, it's um, cold. It's, it's winter time. Yeah. I or mean, maybe you, you've hurt yourself and you can't walk. You right. Know? Right. That th- these are great things to do to work with your dogs. So. Absolutely. What's our, what's next on our list? Next one is snuffle mat. Now I. You didn't don't, know what this I don't is. know what this I. I don't know that I've participated in this one. So. You, you have not. I bought this and um, I I did it with, I think, Riley. Um, and then I think it got put in a closet and forgotten about. <laughs> but um, so this is a snuffle mat and it is basically a whole bunch of felt fabric cut into strips and sewn onto, in this case, a circle. And it's got a grippy bottom. But you basically can put treats and kibble in this mat and they have to sniff it out. So very similar to what all these things are doing with, you know, sniffing out the treats and stuff. But you can see, I mean, you know, if you're watching, you can see where it's the felt is really dense. So, you know, they've got to use their nose to get in there and find whatever you hide in there. So, again, you could make this if you're the crafty type. Um, or you can just buy one like I did. So snuffle map. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. All right. So this one is extremely cheap. 
this costs nothing. Except your time. Except your time. And that's just teach your dog some tricks. Yep. So Megan uh, spent I don't, months, or maybe it's just weeks, I don't know. And she actually taught Finley to sit, shake, spin. Twirl. Or twirl, <laughs> sorry. And uh, bark on command. Okay, it did not take months. Let's just, let me just correct well, the, you here because. Well, the barking Finley, part probably didn't. <laughs> Finley, Finley's a very smart boy. Yep. So obviously he learned sit in basic obedience class mm-hmm. when he was a pup. Um, shake. I think you were impressed at how quickly I yeah. taught him to shake. Yeah. He, I would just grab his paw, tell him to shake and feed him a treat. And I did that over and over and over again. And he's like, all right, cool. Here's my paw. Give me something to eat. So yeah, he learned that very quickly. Um, twirl was kind of easy because he sort of did it anyway. When he would see a treat go up high, he would stand on his back legs and then I would just move the treat in a circle yeah. and then he would grab it. So that was really easy. Um, the barking was actually hard. So Finley barks a lot. He's a very chatty Kathy. <laughs> and one of the things I learned was, oh, if you teach your dog to bark on command, they won't bark until they're, unless they're asked. Well, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> At least not for our dogs. And you know, Finley's a, a free spirit. Let's, right. let's just be honest here. If, if I worked harder on training him or if we worked harder on training him, yes, he would probably be able to do that. But we're not hardcore about it. And so it did not teach him not to bark unless he was told to bark. So, but I even did the, um, I try to do a, a, a hand motion every time I teach a, um, a, 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 a trick or a command. So I would do, and for those listening, I'm just opening and closing my fingers like I'm talking and, uh, I would do that. So I would say speak. And then if, if he would bark, which it took a little while because mm-hmm. he was so focused on what we were doing. He wasn't focused on barking at nothing. Right. So that did probably actually take the longest. Um, so, yeah, that's that's fun to do. And then I taught Riley how to – Riley actually took longer to teach her how to shake than Finley. Yeah, and she will only shake with one hand, and it's, <laughs> and it's her left paw. It's the only – No, yeah. it's her right paw. Is it the right paw? Mm-hmm, it's the right paw. I thought it was the left. Nope. I know it's you only one. You have to use one. your left hand. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Like it's the opposite of whatever <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious. So she, uh, she will only do it with Finley probably wouldn't do it anymore. He hardly even sits cause he's so achy and arthritic, yeah. but, um, but yeah, he would do either paw Riley. It's so cute though. When you teach her and then you tell her to sit, she just automatically pulls her paw. Off. <laughs> she, Cause she thinks, she thinks I'm just going to beat that step. Yeah. I'm just going to, so I know that, I have to shake to get this treat. So I'm going to go ahead and just get in position yeah. <laughs> in yeah, the sit. Raise her paw. Yeah. And she still does it today. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you put her in a sit, she'll still kind of raise, she sort of raises that, that paw up. And it's good bonding with you and your, your yeah. pet to do that. So um, really good bonding and it's, it's great to teach them new things. And it's free. Yes, absolutely free. And you know what else is free guys? Subscribing. You can subscribe to us that doesn't cost a dime. It just alerts you whenever we have a new yeah. exciting and entertaining and educational episode. Yeah, there's like a li- there's a little bell right there. Totally free. They don't charge you anything. The thumbs up, those are free. Now, if you thumbs us down, those cost money, I think. I think I'm, they I'm do. pretty certain they do. I'm just <laughs> kidding. 
But anyway, But folks, if you like what you're hearing so far, click that little thumbs up. Give us a like. Yeah. It helps yeah. us. Absolutely. So, well, we'll go back to the list. Yes. The next one is, you want to take that? Sure. Teach your dog agility. Yeah. So, so you can, you can do agility. You don't have to go spend a ton of money getting a, a whole agility set. You don't have to become, you know, handyman Harry and, and build ramps and stuff in your backyard you could you could do it with cones you could do it with plumbing supplies from a local hardware store you can buy a bag that you know from amazon or or wherever that has you know agility pieces in it and it all fits in one bag we bought one of those called agility in a bag yeah and you set it up outside and what it does is it get it kills two birds with one stone it it gets the physical side of it and it also gets the mental side of it. Yeah. And it is a great bonding tool for you and your dog. It sure is. It sure is. I did agility classes with Riley, which I highly recommend taking the classes just mm-hmm. because it's a like Michael said, it's great bonding. You learn from somebody who is experienced. And then if you don't want to compete, like we didn't compete, but we bought our agility in a bag so we could practice with her in the yard and play with her in the yard and and it was great fun. I mean, oh, yeah. Finley did it too. He didn't take the class, but um, um, Riley's just very cat-like. I mean, she she jumps and her balance is great and she's fast and or was when she was spry. Um, so it was it was a great deal of fun. And yeah, Finley would do it too, the, the jumps and stuff like that. Um, really fun and a great experience. So I do recommend taking a class so yeah. you can learn the basics, there's probably a lot of great resources online if you can't afford a class. Um, but check out those agility in a bag setups. Those are pretty cool. And then you can just put all the little pieces together, set up your course, and it's great fun. Yeah, I, I agree. And it will give your dog confidence too. Oh, yeah. I've, I've never seen a dog hate agility. They all seem to love it. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So the next one. You've probably played this if you've gone to a baseball game on the big monitor. It's the shell game. And you're thinking, well, what is that? Well, imagine you have solo cups, you know, the red solo cups. Yeah, you got three of those, and you put a treat in one of them. So you're going to want to put this on the floor, preferably a hardwood floor. And you can have your dog see the treat, and then you move the cups around. And you make them figure out which cup the treat's in. And even if they don't remember from watching you change them around, they should use their nose and they should know where the treat is. So that that's a fun one too. Yeah, and and it's pretty much free. I yeah. mean, if you've you got have to have some, some solo cups, cups laying treats. around, yeah. So you could even use, um, you know, cans, old soup cans mm-hmm. or something. It I'm doesn't sure matter. You have plastic yeah. cups hanging around, yeah. like souvenir cups from places. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. And then our final one is, and this, if you can really see this, I hope you can't. It's got like fur and dust on it. Yeah, it's a little dirty. (laughs) (laughs) But this is a treat ball. So this is a soft, and this is a smaller one. We had a big, hard plastic one that 
clang, clang, clanged all around the floor. Um, I actually gave that to somebody who needed it for a bigger dog. So uh, we could actually fit a pretty decent amount of the dog's kibble in here when they used to eat kibble. And this ball has little indentions of various sizes around it so that the the treats actually get um, sort of stuck in there. Yeah, it kind of lodged in between. Yeah. So they have to roll this ball with their nose and then treats fall out. And it is so cute to watch them. Actually, we can't do it with our dogs together because Riley will just let Finley do all the work <laughs> and, and she'll just take the, the treats. treats. <laughs> so, but it is so cute because they know, they start to know to watch for the treats to fall out. So um, this is a really easy way to keep your dog entertained. Um, say it's a rainy day and you can't get that walk in. Um, and folks, let me tell you, when I first saw this, I thought, oh, this, this is going to last about two minutes because it's just all going to fall out. No, it takes a while. So it really stimulates your dog. Your dog really has to, to work to get the treat. Um, and it's an incredible tool and it's fun for the dogs, but yeah, it's not, it's not very, it, it doesn't end quickly if yeah. you will so and surprisingly our dogs never tore this up they they tore they've torn up most of the toys they've ever yeah. had but this one they never like chewed on and gnawed on and tore up tore up so maybe they they like it that much yeah they associated it i'm trying with. to make out what it says on here omega paw treat ball Shout yeah. out to Omega Paul if they're still in business. Because, again, this has been really... Yeah, it's been, had a, this for it's a been long around time. a while, yeah. Yeah, so those are our 10 things that you can do to mentally stimulate your pups so that, you know, they've got to have an outlet, right? A, a, one or two walks a day, most dogs have to have, depending on the breed and their mobility and things like that taking them for hikes and getting them out into new environments is awesome and we encourage everyone to do that but we know sometimes time money circumstances don't Weather, allow it yeah. yep so these are great ways to keep your dogs engaged at home and give them the ability to use a different part of their brain and to use that incredible nose that they have that's uh, yeah it and they have just a just a ball, and you'll have a ball too. You know, all pun intended, <laughs> when you when you play with these things, and and you know, you get to spend some time with your your pal. Yeah, it's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. So awesome. Well, just let us know in the comments what you like to do because we are sure that there are some games and activities that you do that we don't know about. So please drop those in the comments. And hey. Shameless self-promotion time. If you like this lovely Border Terrier hat with the American flag inside the silhouette, or perhaps this Border Terrier t-shirt, you yep. can get these all at Etsy, in my Etsy shop, which is Hound and Thistle. So just, we'll drop a link. Yeah, in we'll the, have a link in the, in the description. In the yeah. description, but we don't just do Border Terrier stuff. We've got some Dachshund stuff. We've got Greyhounds. Guys, we've, we've got, got Pit Bulls. We've got t-shirts. We've got tote bags, hats, obviously. Um, I mean, there's a whole bunch of dog-related gear there and uh, some dog nerd show stuff as well. Not yet, but Not it will yet. be. <laughs> we, we, we will have it up there. 
but so but yeah, fun, fashionable stuff for dog lovers. That's my aim. Yeah, and um, we would appreciate your support. And if there's something that you see in there that doesn't have your breed, just message me. I'm happy to make a custom order. I've got I've drawn so many dog breeds. Um, I started out with stationary, and I can put the silhouette on just about anything. So if there's something you see and you love it, but it's not your breed, let me know. Also. Another shameless plug, and I'm going to do this one. You've got to check out her books. They're on Amazon, and here's the thing. The third one's coming. Yeah, it's going to be released in August of 2021. So if you're listening to this in the past, that book should be out by the time you hear this. Yeah, I write books for kids and dog lovers of all ages, so like nine and up. And I got such an amazing review recently that I just saw yesterday and it was a mother whose son has read the first book twice. He liked it so much. That's so that's so cool. Uh, it was very exciting and, and, and can't wait for more. So. so so book one and two are available on Amazon. And then there's also a prequel. How can they get to the prequel? Oh, yeah. So if you want the free prequel, which is an ebook, it's called Introducing Riley Carson. And you can get that at RileyCarsonSeries.com. And that does sign you up for my email list. I don't send a ton of emails, so you won't be harassed by me. But um, I would love it if you guys join me over there. If you or your kids are interested in, uh, we call it Nancy Drew Meets Animal Rescue. So they're educational and they're fun and mysterious and um, intriguing. So would love to have you as part of the Riley Carson Fan Club. Absolutely. Well, folks, as always, we thank you for tuning in, and we really appreciate it. We love putting these out. We, we put them out every, every other week, and uh, we're super excited when we do. And once again, thank you. Yep. See you next time. Bye.